0: Welcome to Mystics and Broomsticks podcast with Melanie Dawn and Tanya Ryan. Okay, Mel, you had a really good idea for this episode. (laughs) So here's what I like about it is that you and I are kind of like intense people. We are. Um... But okay, so I wasn't an analyzing this based on you. Sent, so our ghost stories podcast did yes. really well. The people liked the ghost stories. And my theory behind that was I was like, well, that's because we were just having fun. Like we were being liked. We weren't being intense <laughs> and calling out ourselves or other people on their bullshit, which those episodes are probably not as fun to listen to. Um, So here was my analysis of this was you have Leo in your 10th house and your MC is in Leo as well, right? Your mid midheaven. I have no correct. clue, but yes,
1: yes, I'm pretty sure said, that that's you told me. Correct. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> and then I have Gemini in my tenth house, and my midheaven is in Gemini. So for anyone that doesn't know, we'll just do like a little mini astrology lesson here. The tenth house is responsible for uh, often career and your kind of like public image, public persona, and how people publicly perceive you. So not maybe your you know nearest and dearest friends, but how people. So it's a really great place to kind of consider when you're branding something because your brand, if you base it more along the vibes of what's in your 10th house and your midheaven, you're more likely to find that it's congruent with the way that people want to experience who you are kind of a thing. So what I think is funny about Leo and Gemini, Leo and Gemini are like the popular girls. So like Leo... Oh, yeah, like 100%. (laughs) So I and I think this is funny, though, because Pisces and Scorpio are like the emo kids. Yeah. (laughs) Like Mel is a Pisces and I'm a Scorpio and I am a Scorpio stellium, so I am committed to Scorpio. And we are like the emo alt kids in the back that are kind of like listening to heartache music and just being sad as a hobby. Yeah. And but, our public image that people want from us is like Regina George and like like we wear what pink on Wednesdays like that's what oh. we will uh-huh. want so <laughs> you and I together are actually supposed to look like you'll be
1: disappointed to know we're both in dark colors then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we are not fun nor cool uh. Yeah. We yeah. uh we like to just exchange sad stories and and uh, oh, operate bond as, over that yeah <laughs> <laughs> be like friend therapists um <laughs> so, but the reason I thought this episode would be complimentary to our ten thousand and our mid heaven placements uh your mid heaven was the highest point in the sky uh, when you were born so a lot of people will say. Uh, that your midheaven is kind of like your highest vibe type thing. So it's, it's an energy to definitely lean into. I actually heard on a podcast not long ago, I wish I could remember which one it was, where she said she doesn't think it should be your big three. Have you heard of your big three? Yeah. So you have your sun, moon and rising. That's what people usually, she said, I think it should be your big four. So of course Uh the first question is like, what, what's the fourth? And she thinks your midheaven should be your fourth Like subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. Right. And so then you got to throw in, you'd have to throw in Leo and I'd have to throw in Gemini. And so I would not just be a Scorpio, uh, Scorpio Capricorn Virgo. Literally I am the emo alt kid. And then (laughs) Gemini, which Gemini just adds like this, like nice level of conversational morbidity to it. right? Um, And then you'd be. Pisces, your moon is Aquarius. Aquarius, right? And then your rising is Scorpio. See, so you yeah. are you are the alt kid too. Yeah. Like committed oh, alt yeah. kids. But then it's the I Leo and Gemini things. Yeah. It just like goes in there and puts a rainbow yeah. on things. It's just like, yeah, alt but make it cool. Yeah. Alt but make it marketable.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. if we can and figure out so, how to do that. It's funny too cuz um you did the midheaven reading for me. You gave me the the oh, sheet yeah, right. and yeah. when I read that I was like because I some, when I go in a room, I'm like, what happens to me? Because that is not me. But I just like, it's not fake either. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I would say my highest expression of self, my most outward expression of self. But I didn't really clue into why that was happening. Because uh, if you catch me in circle, I'll be crying and trying to make everyone else cry mm-hmm. <laughs> at the same time. But if you get, if I'm out in a group thing, I am having jokes, like uh, lots of lots of fun stuff. Like, why am I a split personality? And then you gave me that and I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. Because mm-hmm. that is when people are most drawn to me. Uh, especially I find like if you're holding them in a 12 minute long, uh, hard as shit <laughs> pose and you're making jokes, they remember you.
0: <laughs> yeah, totally. And I so I can relate almost word for word with what you just said, because yep. that's how I feel like. And I've been a performer And so I've had a lot of opportunity to talk in front of people and be in front of people. And I'm like, why do I have this, like, what is this charisma? Yeah. This juju. <laughs> like, this, what's this happening little here? costume I put on. Yeah. yeah. And then the moment I get off stage, I'm like, oh, no, but I'm shy. Don't talk to yeah. me. <laughs> oh, oh, oh exactly. no, no. Oh, no, we don't actually interact. I just go on stage and talk at a microphone. And then I get off the stage and then I can't have a conversation. Yeah. You do not don't want, make I don't make know me you. Freestyle. <laughs> yeah.
1: I feel so if it's like my class or my group, I am the most like boisterous and outgoing. But if you invite me to a party and it's not mine, I'll be like in the corner and people be asking what's wrong because I just don't know how to fit in like at all. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. such a difference when exactly. I feel like I have to take the center stage to when I have to take secondary. Yeah. It's a big, huge like shift for me. I feel and the I, same way. I, I feel the weirdness. So if you felt the weirdness on me, know that I'm aware. Yeah, yeah.
0: If we're <laughs> weird. Like, what's I'm,
1: happened to this girl? She's yeah. usually confident. No,
0: <laughs> we are not over here. Yeah, we we know about the social anxiety. We know we know Whoa, what's happening. We can hear the, ourselves talk and know that it sounds weird. <laughs>
1: the the <laughs> attempted ventilations in your head. Should I? Should I go? Should I? And then you finally tell yourself. Because we are accountable people also that we have to go, but it's like all of the different yeah ruminations.
0: Well, I think this is Bye. such a good segue to your podcast idea, which I don't know if you remember it, but you sent me a voice. I do. And you do okay, good. It's yeah. like so I've, I've I've summarized it as like I had to rebrand it in my head because I had to think about what it was. And so mm. I was like, What's what's our toxic trait? Is what I, <laughs> I called yeah. it. Um and I I had to think about it because I know I have like 10,000, but I was trying to think of something that's like funny instead of something that like creates (laughs) self-loathing. I was like, no, I have a lot I could add to this, but most of them sound sad, not funny. (laughs) So I had to think about it. But something I have noticed is, um, I can be, I call it like Chandler syndrome and it's basically the inability to just kind of I can on -on one-on-one I'm good. I can do the feelings. I can do the things. Um, especially if I am like, if I love you and we're, we're there, absolutely. You all have my full attention. I will cry with you. I will be right there with you. But if we're like in a group setting and there's feelings, I'm like, no, 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 no. This is public. Like we need to, let's, be sarcastic and laugh it off. Let's make a joke to, to add levity to the situation. Like if if it's more like, cause I think, cause I'm a private feelings person. So like, I'm not going to be like crying around people, people i cry <laughs> on my own time. Thank you very much. Don't come to any of my circles. <laughs> right? Um, I'll be you like, know? come on, Tanya. <laughs> I, you know, and it's funny because I, even in circle, I don't know what it is. I'm just not compelled. I am not even, I'm not yeah. even trying to stuff it down. I just, am not compelled to cry. Like I, I have to yeah. feel safe to cry. And yeah. if I don't feel it, I can't do it. And um, with strangers, it's like, it's really hit and miss. Wow. I have cried in circle. Um, yeah. But, the one time that's like coming to mind right now was in do you know april dawn is yep yeah it was in one of her classes she was asking questions and i only volunteered to answer this is why it's so funny i only so i invited her this was at a studio i was working at and i was so enthusiastic about having her i made it happen i was like you gotta get her here she's so cool and so we got her there the class was sold out because i like swear to God, it's just cause I pumped her tires so hard. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> so she was there and I was just like trying to get the ball rolling. And I was like, I yeah. organized this event. I will get the ball rolling. So I like went to answer her question and I did. I was like, dah, 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 dah. like just off the cuff. And she's like, Oh, okay. That's interesting. And she asked me a question. Like she probed. Oh yeah. Then the probing is what got me. So she asked me, she asked me another question. I probably just answered it. And then she asked me another one. And I was like, uh, Ooh, and then that I, touched I hiccuped something. oh yeah 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 and I was like that's oh. like the priestess path <laughs> and then I was so embarrassed that I cried in front of all of my yoga students like I was just mortified oh, and I'm sure they know, loved it though oh they probably did not care yeah <laughs> yeah
1: they wouldn't have cared in that way but in some way they were probably wanting to put you in their pocket and take you home and take care of you <laughs>
0: like, let maybe let they, they were like oh
1: she does cry.
0: She does yeah. have to <laughs> <laughs> And I yeah. can't remember what yours is. You have to, you have to retell oh, me. The, the oh, so mine. Behind this one. Okay.
1: So this, I came up with this cause I was like, uh, we had been, I can't, we got back from vacation. I think it was, or maybe just before. Anyways, Jai thought he was getting sick and I said, you need to take oil of oregano. And, being someone who's taken oil of oregano, you don't just take oil of oregano. You don't walk into that lightly. You have to fully prep for it. Have your water on hand and not let it touch any of the uh, taste buds on your tongue. So I'll tell you how to do it because it's the most efficient way. <laughs> you put it under your tongue and then you don't even close your mouth once, and you throw the water back and splash it down your throat, basically. And then it doesn't. You don't really get any taste at all. And so, yeah, I am very skilled. Actually, Jace just took oil of oregano. So I remembered what this podcast was about. But um, he was very stubborn and I I can't help but take pleasure in someone's pain when they're stubborn and they've rejected (laughs) your advice. So he was stubborn. And this is like my toxic trait, I would say, or like what makes me a bad person. But he he was he put it in. And it doesn't hit you right away. It's a bit of a slow burn. And then Mm -hmm. once it starts, it's there for a long time. Like if it hits anywhere (laughs) in your mouth that it's not supposed to, it's there like forever. And he started like, oh, oh, oh my God. And he's looking, he had no water anywhere close by. So he had to go grab a glass, pour the water. And I almost peed my pants (laughs) laughing on the stairs, going upstairs. And then I got on the voice note to you and I was like, oh my God, I am an awful person. But I absolutely loved every second.
0: <laughs> oh I am okay. I have a really similar story, <laughs> but it's so I don't have. I need to clarify. I don't have that trait usually. Like you know when people watch videos of people like falling over, or oh getting God, hurt. Yeah, I laugh. Yeah. Okay. I don't. I wince. I'm like that looks painful. Like yeah. I, I, I'm like I can't watch the videos because they kind of hurt when I watch them, and I'm like, yeah, I just can't, I can't some watch of
1: them. them. Yeah, <laughs> some of them. I'm like, whoo, that's yeah. bad but most of them I have a good laugh.
0: Yeah, I I'm, I'm the flip. I I can laugh at some of them but most of them I find winsworthy. And Scary, the only yeah. reason I'm specifying this is for this story specifically. So I was with this guy who like in hindsight was like 1000% absolutely an abusive person. Now obviously oh, no. not physically or I would have been able to like be like figure that in, out. Yeah, yeah I would have been a little smarter, a little quicker on the draw, but he was abusive in every other, you know, clever way. The you know, mm-hmm. emotional, psychological financial even I found out after anyways just yeah when people are like oh why didn't you just leave it's like you don't even know you're in it half the time if they're good at it you don't even know you're there and it's you're just getting fucked around anyways
1: understand that
0: he so he had just gotten a puppy and he was like chasing this puppy around in circles and uh that was all well and good anyways but he he wiped out like on the hardwood floor and he (laughs) bashed his knee into the door. And I died laughing. Like I was trying to get out. Are you okay? But I'm like wheezing. I'm laughing so hard. And I am not. You were like, justice is served. Well, I think there was a subconscious level of I could not. Stop. I could not stop myself from laughing and all of me is like this this isn't your genre like this isn't what you find funny so like why are you laughing so hard so there's a part of me that thinks like my subconscious knew what was happening or my body did and my yeah. body took over and in kind of like yeah it did feel like some sort of justice because he <laughs> and he hit hard because oh. like a door frame is hard right yeah and, and you're bang. Oh. oh yeah like it was it was solid and I was just dying laughing <laughs> and I felt, I, I, and I, oh, I was going to say I felt bad. I didn't. I conceptually, intellectually was like, You're, you should feel bad. I like, got to change my face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I could not like, I, I don't, it hurt my stomach. Like I was laughing oh, so hard. I so can yeah, feel that, that, yeah,
1: I think, yeah, I think that that's the thing is like, it's sweet justice. <laughs> like when he was like, no, I'll do it myself.
0: I was like, yeah, you will. <laughs> Yeah. Good. Good luck with that. Yeah. <laughs> and good. Oh, there was another one. Oh, see, these are the ones where they're just, they just sound sadder. So we, we like, I could dig you a hole of my toxic traits, but my other one that I'm really good at is um, like, I can hold a grudge till we're dead. Like I, and I don't want to do that. That is not a desire I have. It's a, it's an unfortunate quality. I have just, I'm starting to learn to live with. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, like I don't want. I mean, it's a double edged sword because, yes, I'll remember, you know, that you wronged me until we're dead, but I'll probably also remember your favorite color or what you want for Christmas <laughs> or, like, you know, like,
1: so some it detail keeps it
0: at the forefront, like you, yeah, detail oriented. I just don't get to choose mm. what I remember, uh, and I will remember it until I'm dead. Like, I learned about your. Brain, like how your brain actually works. So when you mm-hmm. remember something, you are only remembering the last time you remembered it. So they yeah. have basically said that the human brain is quite faulty in memory, and this is why like eyewitness accounts aren't always reliable, and why people's story changes, and da da da. And um, like I could swear to you, though I'm like no, I'm like 100. My memory is like, <laughs> yeah and i have no proof uh or very little proof uh the only proof you can get of course is if you cross reference the memory with someone else or a video or something video but um but yeah i i do remember things really 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 well based on video and photographic evidence
1: yeah this is and i'm the opposite here i i'm actually just realizing in the last year that um if you're fighting with me, like as a if if you're not in my life and you piss me off, you have pissed me off. I'll remember it. But if you're in my life and we have an ongoing relationship, I can't hang on to that stuff. It just like I don't know if it's a trauma response or something, but if we get in a fight, I and they say something that is particularly triggering to me and I want to put it in like like my uh, book of remember when's but I can't, I, I'd have to write it down. I will not remember it. And well, so tell if me about do, it. Yeah, I'll, I'll just leave
0: you a voice note. I will but, hate everyone for you. You'll be like, this do. is my friend. So-and-so I'm like, nope. I like honestly
1: her. think so much has like gone, uh, unaccounted for because of that trait. And I'm just like, well, it leaves me feeling peaceful. I'll say that I'm just most of the time I'm just like, I don't care until it comes up again. And I have like a vague knowing that it's there. I'm like, Mm -hmm. but this has happened before. And I'm like, I wish I had a a journal of infractions (laughs) that I could go back to because I just can't remember. So that's so interesting that we find each other.
0: (laughs) Yeah, right. But if
1: you're out of my circle and it's like our one interaction a month or whatever, I absolutely will remember that. I just, Mm -hmm. if we have many infractions, I won't.
0: Yeah, no, I, I could, I can appreciate that. I think once you're out of my circle, I just, I have apathy. It's, it's actually like it sounds. Well, this is fucked up, but we're in the toxic trait episode, so yeah, right? bucks. we're allowed to be shit. Yeah, this here. is just. <laughs> hi everyone, my name's Tanya, and I'm a shitty person. Yeah. Uh, and here are all the ways that I'm a shitty person. So my, my favorite quality is apathy like it's not it's not my I, and when I was younger I was like oh why am I a robot but, I, but I'd break <laughs> up with a guy and I'd be like done it's over yeah moving on with my life like it's just um and there's just so many <laughs> people who I could not relate. And I like, you know, retroactively, I'm so sorry to those people who were like hung up on boyfriends or girlfriends or whoever. And I just like giving them blank stares. I'm like, I don't understand. Like you're not together anymore. Like go live your life. I'm
1: that person, Tanya. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Mel. No, like, uh, but I I think it has to do with some like abandonment stuff, right? Like there Mm -hmm. must be abandonment wounds for people like me. I always want to be like, the rescuer or or i previously have been in my life mm-hmm. um wanting to um not get left like just anything to not be the one to be left or or to leave mm-hmm. such a such a like um it slows life down that trait i find because the moment i i worked through you can work through that like you can work through it um, and you could probably even work through your apathy right in in, a, in the other way but um, when you can actually like just accept it, it's it. Life is just so much easier. And I look back now, and I was like, I'm still hexing those people, but <laughs> I've let most of it go. There may be like a a shower hex going. <laughs>
0: I I like so. I was speaking of hexing. Okay, it's a lot of segues <laughs> I'm in this totally episode. I'm just, oh oh no, yes, I I understand. <laughs> I'm going to go to the literal term of hexing. Yeah. So it's come up, right? I I uh so you know getting into witchcraft. I like, of course, I'm like extending myself and and so of course the the realm of baneful magic, which is the hexing, cursing kind of realm of things. Yeah. I was like, hmm. Like I would do, I would do, I would perform baneful magic. Try one. Try one out. <laughs> and, yeah, I would. And I was like, well, who, like, well, who would I do this on? And I am like, because of the apathy, because I'm like, uh, the person yeah. is gone now. And I have no, I'm like, I got, I got no mojo Jojo to work with here in in that regard. And I think that's what you You'll need. be getting a lot of emails after this. <laughs> <laughs> I will hex on your behalf. Yeah. Um <laughs> I need your emotional input because I don't have any, and I think that for cursing and hexing to be effective. And I, of course, this is a belief. I can't prove this. Can we prove any of this really? Right. Um, but I, uh, I believe for it to be effective, you have to have emotion. Like I think that's yeah. part of what like pushes the energy forward and makes it work. Um, and, uh, I actually did do a co-hex. I don't know what we call it. What we'd did call you? that. I did. You had to collaborate. <laughs> well, I, I, it was someone, um, I had a friend of mine tell me about things her ex did. Now I knew her ex was like a shitty guy. Yeah. Um. But I, again, have the apathy, right? So I dated shitty guys and we just talked about one and I am like, yeah, you're a shitty guy Uh, onward and upward. It's kind of like, like, don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. I had a phase where I was like, you're a bad person because you did bad things. Like I had a whole, right. you know, but once it's like that part was done, the betrayal, the whatever, I kind of digested that. I I don't have any feelings for him anymore. Mm-hmm. And so, um, but she was telling me all the stuff that this guy did and there were some really bad things and there was kids involved too. So it was like mm-hmm. much more intense. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I had no idea. And then there was, it was a circle of friends and the joke was dropped that, I, you know, I'm, well, Tanya's a witch, so I'm sure she right. could think yeah. about it. And, uh, she said something like, "Wow, well, maybe I'll take you up on that. And I was like, anytime friend. And I was like, we were joking. It was all light and funny. Yeah. But she texted me the next day or something. <laughs> she, <laughs> of course said, hey. she
1: did all night. She was planning. What are we going to do? <laughs>
0: <laughs> she texted me. She's like, I'm serious. Like I will fully do this. If you, if you'll do something, I was like, okay, let me sit with it. I, I wasn't yeah. like, just, yes, let's go. I was like, let me make sure that this is right. And so I did sit with it. I did. And I did some divination around it. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can, I can get on with this. This is, this is good. <laughs> this is good. So, and I constructed a very, uh, it was very de- detailed in the way that it was constructed. And anyways, um, but she had to do it all because I couldn't, because I couldn't do it. So I created yeah, it, but you the could work write, was the, write it out. Yeah. And I did do all some work on my end, but it was like a. Uh, like a simplified version, I guess, almost. And I was like, you have to do all this stuff in order for this to work. And yeah. I don't think she finished it. I, I, like, I'm almost certain she did it. I, I didn't actually. because yeah. She did it. And and I didn't feel it was my place to like push her to finish it because I yeah. did also tell her like what I did see, and this was a part of like my portion of doing it, was I did see um some... Pretty heavy consequences, essentially, and that's like that's what if you're going to hex or curse someone, like you have to understand that of course you are impacting. Hexing yourself in the same. Not no, not herself, but you have you are harming someone else. Are you going to be okay with that? Like you have to live. Like if you see that person's life go to shit, are you going to be okay knowing you did that? And some people are like, "Fuck yeah!" And other people, <laughs> no, it's no, it's. I don't want to live with myself after doing that to someone. That's why a lot of people, I think, that's why Baneful magic, I think, is so controversial. Is people like, I don't want to yeah. be a bad person, so I don't do bad things. I don't think it's I that, see that it as head. like a
1: wheel. Like that, I call it the karmic wheel all the time. And any energy you put out is coming back for you. So I will. I won't hex someone. I, I'll joke about hexing someone. Maybe in my mind I do, but I'll, I don't because you know that that energy cycles through all the way around. That's why gratitude and um, giving and stuff like that, always they say comes back threefold mm-hmm. is, and she probably felt that in her gut, like this is, or maybe not her gut, but her knowing mm. this is coming for me and we can't complete it.
0: Well, it's okay. I'm going to, cause this is what we yeah. do on this podcast. Yeah. Like, this is what I said. but what if she already got like, so, I believe also in the karmic balance but I believe that we're not just pawns on the board like that we can be the karma. So if his karma is this working. Yeah. for the, what and he then her is serves and get I, it back though. <laughs> I, I agree I with you I, but it's still going to circle back. But I that's where I don't agree cuz I don't think yeah. it's like that perfect. Like I don't think that um I I know it's perfect but I'm not like <laughs>
1: you uh, in my like uh, yeah it just <laughs> energy is energy.
0: No, I um I don't know if I'm going to be able to communicate this, but I guess I don't see it as uh two dimensional. Mm-hmm. So it's multi dimensional. So when you think of balance, what we usually visualize is a seesaw, and that would be to me a two dimensional example of balance. Yeah. But if you think of balance like um a sphere, so if you take a spider web and then you like like, you know, layered upon itself until it's like spherical shaped. That's Mm -hmm. more how I see balance. So I don't know that it would actually ricochet into her exactly, or that's not how I would see it. And the Mm -hmm. fact that she's already experienced that on taking of energy from him, even specifically, she's kind of lobbying it back. So, and I'm kind of agreeing with you in that, like, I do think that there's a balance of energy. She's just serving back. She's just serving like, you know, yeah. Do you just lobby it back and forth? When is the balance actually there? Because right now the argument would be it's imbalance or prior to the working, right? The mm-hmm. argument would be it's imbalance. As far as you know. That she's carrying balance, right? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But as far as she knows and she's experienced yeah. and that's really all we have is our own perception. There is no truth. There's only yeah perception. There's only there our is, experience that is like. I, but maybe
1: reality. I have a story to validate that in some way. Um, I'm just trying to think how I can. Remember well, how we were supposed it's a little to be bit all light and fluffy today. Yeah. We're no, still okay, getting a yeah. So, so this one will be a little bit triggering. It was the first time I ever had a vivid kind of flash that something bad had happened. So we went into, um, my kid's school and I saw this man there holding onto a kid and I just had a flash, a series of images come through and they were all horrible. And I, uh, I did let the staff at the school know, I'm like, I don't know, like, obviously to do with it what you will, but this is what I received. And I have no, like, the, I don't know anything, but this is, so if they could to keep an eye out for it. But uh, shortly after that, that family moved like the next week. And um, I I was in my Reiki uh, training at that time. It was this the following weekend. And I said to her, how do I not ever experience this again? Because it was awful. And she said, and I said, how do I, how do I help? How do I change this? And, uh, she's Russian. So she's very like, (laughs) uh, broken English, but to the point. And she said, um, it's already done. Uh, in his past, he was that child. And so there's this recreation of events like, yeah, it can cycle back and forth through lifetimes and, um, things like that. But I just think uh, any energy we put towards harming someone that there is harm coming to us. And, I, I, um, and not to say like, I still don't do it because I'm very human and I will have uh righteous thoughts and, um, uh, like want to be judge and jury, mm-hmm. but, uh, what I what I, comes to mind is it's already done. So by the time he had done all that stuff to her, it's already done to him. It, it was already in the karmic wheel. It's already coming. So like she doesn't even have to be a part of it because it keeps her tied to that energy. But um, I do see like a hundred percent. I I'm gonna settle with we're both right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I there's this is the fun thing about this conversation. There is no yeah. right. Because there yeah. can't be, because technically it's all dogmatic. Like right. so our belief like, systems are based on situation. belief. And yeah. I don't, I don't feel, I don't have to change your mind. I got no. to say my piece and I'm good and you don't have to change my mind and we can like coexist. And that's actually what I think is so fun about our relationship dynamic, to be honest yeah. with you. Um. But yeah, it's, but the, the baneful magic. So the, the, the debate we ended up in <laughs> accidentally. Did you tell is, her to
1: wear a costume while she did it? what i would have wanted her to dress up and send me a photo or something (laughs) i need evidence that you're doing this painful magic
0: oh no no
1: i i did (laughs) i did send her
0: a video of the working but that's just because i was taking it for my own notes too like it was because it was interesting um but uh, so you think she dropped off part way through because nothing happened to him no i told her uh what i felt about the working i was like you're gonna have to kind of like we loosened the lid but we didn't actually open the jar and so I said you're gonna probably have to do this about three more times before it will actually set and I told her um how do you th- know that do you just feel that energetically yeah just, yeah it's like how you how do you know anything <laughs> I, just, yeah. Yeah. So I didn't yeah I didn't know if there was like no no uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah I didn't and I didn't know that before I did it. Like, so I did the working, like my end yeah. of things. And then I was like, oh, okay. I you can feel like, her. yeah, this is gonna. So we were back and forth for, you know, however many days. And, um, when she did it, she also told me some of her experiences with it. And, um, yeah. So I just said, okay, I think that if you're going to send this, like for, for sure. you're going to have to do this time. A f- you're going to have to do this a few more times. Like oh, okay. probably, and I didn't say, it. I was like, you'll know when you're done it could have been two more times. It could have been six more times, but I was guessing three. Um, and she agreed. She's like, yeah, I felt like I, there was something that didn't quite click or didn't quite. And I was like, yeah, cause I think you didn't quite get like, she didn't have the, well, the energy like that that needs to be opened to, right. to launch. And, um, Anyways, I don't think she did it again. I don't think it has anything to do with uh the morality of it personally, just because I know her, yeah. right? I'm like, no, I think she'd fully serve and she'd be fine with it. <laughs> uh, I uh I think it just came down to, you know, we live a busy life and life happens and and things. And I just didn't was like, it is not my place to like remind her to finish yeah. the working. <laughs> hey, I was like checking I'm, up. <laughs> yeah, not working into the as, as an administrator on this project. Uh so yeah. So I couldn't say, but the fallout where, and this is where I did warn her was cause she does have a child with this person. And, mm. uh, I said, he's going to get some like blowback from this because that's his still his dad for, for fucking better or, and worse and worse. Yeah. Like this guy yeah. is his dad. And so I'm like, whatever, cause what I think was going to happen to him and whether it still could, and maybe will later, maybe that's how the balance gets served. Like, cause this mm. is kind of how I feel about baneful magic is you're not necessarily. um creating a new energy that you're sending out you're kind of expediting energy that's already going to get served you're just maybe throwing it in one big serving instead of like over time so for instance I kind of thought that this guy was going to get sick I was like I don't know if he's going to like have a heart attack or he's going to get cancer or if he's going to something's going to happen to him or whatever but I think that's going to happen anyways it's just she would be pushing it forward like she's kind of serving it faster not yeah. it's, he's already created. So I'm agreeing with you in that. He's already created that for himself. That's already <laughs> there. She's just expediting. She's just like yeah. helping the process along. Like she's adding gasoline to the fire or whatever, however you want to say that. Um, and so of course, like if his dad gets sick, he's probably going to get stressed out. Like, you know, it, I didn't see him having big blowback. It wasn't like anything. He's just, going to have an emotional experience, whether his dad is, not well, or whether his dad maybe gets because he's not a great guy, maybe he gets emotional and yells at his kid because he's going through feelings, you know. Mm-hmm. But there was some stuff with uh with her kid, so it could I could see that preventing her, yeah. Um, or just the again, life happens, or this doesn't feel that important anymore. And if it doesn't feel important anymore, technically, it also still did its job because then right. you were like you diffused, like you're like I actually I'm good now. I lost my mojo, you- Jojo.
1: Do you think that that could actually be what it does? Is that baneful magic just makes you feel like you have control over something you don't have control over and it helps you to let it go in some way?
0: I totally do think that. I think it can be really cathartic and um, like wildly. Like I... I shared a meme a while ago about witchcraft just being like spicy psychology. And I do really think that a lot of witchcraft is actually you can, there's, there's so much of witchcraft that's backed by science. It's crazy. And I just wish, and one day I will, I'm not even dead yet, but like, I wish I had the tenacity to really explore all of the ways it's backed by physics and psychology. Um, But definitely I think baneful magic is reclaiming power over when you were in a situation where you were powerless, I think yeah. you were reclaiming power. So I don't think it's just about sending, I do think it's balancing energies, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think it's just about sending out negative energy. I think it's about calling your power back because you may have yes. been in a situation where that person took power from you and you're mm-hmm. calling that back into you through that baneful working um, and if you're going to call your power back, especially if you're like a bright, powerful person, then that person is losing power. They're going to have repercussions like they're, mm-hmm. it's going to look like they falter. It's going to look like they fall. But that power wasn't theirs in the first place. They took mm-hmm. it and it wasn't theirs. So to me, it's like a justice system. Like it's it, like baneful magic is is like magical law enforcement it's as long <laughs> but i also really support people not just fucking willy-nilly cursing people like i don't yeah. think you it's it's kind of like being the shitty policeman
1: like you don't keep what i have said in mind if you are a willy-nilly cursor yeah
0: right <laughs> it's it's like and i do think it can bite back if yeah. you are willy-nilly about it which is why if you are that's why i'm like i don't got anyone to curse because i'm like yeah. i i don't have any situation at this time where i'm like yeah. yes i am i am ready to you know like to claim the potential consequences that could come with this but i do think if i <laughs> i can think of situations where i would I like you're be willing you going to
1: get an email
0: <laughs> i hope i do i accept please
1: <laughs> yeah someone will
0: be like I don't, i'm fully prepared to do this three just 10 times three to yeah, 10 I times <laughs> don't know how to charge for these workings yet but i will figure it out please, yeah send me, no, so, absolutely so
1: you just craft like the ritual and that and then send it off mm-hmm. that's kind of cool
0: and there's like a rapport between because I feel like you I have, have to know. have some back and forth with you in order to mm-hmm. make sure you're you're clear on what to do and how to do it and stuff. So yeah, you know, there'd be chatting, but yeah, no, I would I would do it again. I'd I wouldn't say yes to every ask. Right, like it, it would have to feel right to me because I I do filter it through my own systems and make sure that it's like yes, this is not just you being buttered. Like I don't think you should like if you just broke up with your ex like last week, even six months ago, <laughs> I'm like, mm, let's wait that out, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Are we cursing them because they suck or are you you kind of just butthurt? Cause that's like we gotta Yeah so uh yeah, anyways, I, I definitely won't take just anything on, but I yeah, and I don't th- I, I
1: subscribe to what you said, it's already happening. It's already mm-hmm. done. You're just uh bringing your uh, level of power into it. So you feel like you have some sort of effect mm-hmm. and you can, I can see how it's healing and therapeutic, mm-hmm. but it, it's already happening. <laughs> it's already done. Yeah. They and then that's do like they do without that coming back around.
0: That's a personality and, thing, I think. And, like and if, even
1: the way that we see right and wrong is a perception, right? So even if we 100%. filter
0: it as right or wrong, it could still mm-hmm. be. And as a universe sees it wrong. And I think that that's where like the personality, I don't know. That's why I like, okay, you yeah, gotta yeah. trust
1: people, right? Like, they're gonna, well, people are gonna do what they're gonna do.
0: They're gonna look it up on Google, <laughs> and so, so and, do, and by all means, go ahead, like proceed yeah, with caution. Right? But like, yeah, yeah, you can totally. You don't you don't need someone to do the ritual, but for also. You
1: wanting connection and wanting to hear you have your story heard and have someone be in it with you I think that there's real therapy and therapeutic magic happening in the Mm -hmm. sharing not just Google
0: I I I would find Google effective personally but I'm a very like (laughs) I'm a very private she's a private bitch like yeah yeah I only Google knows uh, Tanya I'm under the cloak of darkness (laughs) like I don't uh, I, I, there's a lot of practices I would never share and they could be like, oh fuck, I've done like the simplest, like little workings and I've still never shared them just cause of why, why, who, I don't know. Scorpio. Really? I don't know.
1: I was watching a podcast speaking of things that we wouldn't share. Um, and it was, uh, sex magic intrigued me and I was listening, but the, um, I listened for like good yeah. at sex magic, right? Yeah. And I was listening for like an hour and they'd not gone to the sex magic. I was like, okay, I'm done, but I'll probably go back. Cause I did just see it pop up on my YouTube again. And I was like, how does this work? Um, It's very interesting, right? Because you think about uh, the idea of an orgasm starting at the root, which Mm -hmm. is the foundation of who we are, and then exploding all the way up through the crown chakra. That's a someone's doing a good job. That's how it it should be. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's a huge surge of energy. Mm -hmm. And most often we don't channel that into the desires that we want. Mm -hmm. But it really connects you to the person. Right. If that's what's happening for you, I think more for females than males. But um, if you take that energy and channel it into what you're like putting out into the world, what you Mm -hmm. want to explode, like symbolically explode, Mm -hmm. that's huge.
0: That's Mm -hmm. that's
1: massive. I don't
0: know if that's how it works, but I'm assuming that's how it works. I don't think there's any, I don't even think it's like the, that is definitely a way it could be utilized is how I would phrase that. Because I could also see sex magic being really like about building personal power. So almost like an implosion, like you can take that Mm -hmm. energy and like build it inwards and create like more of an energetic powerhouse within yourself. Oh, totally. Yeah. So I don't think you
1: want to push out or create more of can happen in that
0: moment. You could also like obliterate something, right? You want to get rid of something? Well, I wonder
1: if it's just energy. It's like, Shh.
0: same level of dark, but you-, <laughs> like, you could also. I was talking about, I wasn't talking about people or baneful magic <laughs> in this instant. I was kind of meaning like insecurity and self-doubt. Okay. yes. i not a person. Oh my God
1: oh my god okay so um <laughs> clearly I'm darker <laughs> <laughs>
0: one track mind melt yeah yeah oh my god but yes like so the email is like, gonna be from you you're gonna power? be sending me the email just kidding actually <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Disregard this episode. We opened it with <laughs> we're bad people because, or we're toxic. Traits. I think this is a perfect episode. I, yeah. I really, I am enjoying myself and I think this is fun and funny. It's a, yeah. it's like a, uh, dark ish humor. I've heard some real dark humor, so I don't think this is quite there, but oh you God, know, yeah. dark magic <laughs> humor.
1: Yeah. This is yeah do it if you if you want and know that there's consequences right this is the thing um I used to be obsessed with voodoo dolls as a kid like I Mm -hmm. wanted a voodoo doll have you ever had one
0: I have one that's sitting do you do you use it like not very often but my voodoo dolls like boring when people find out I like I don't sit there and stab needles in it because my voodoo doll is me so I would never treat oh. her like a queen is what I do. Yeah. Yeah. My Voodoo doll is super fucking cute. First of all, she, I, I'll actually go grab her and I'll show her to yeah. you before we uh, log off here. But um, she's very cute and she is like jam packed of all the ingredients I wish I had more of, you know what I mean? Like self-love and strength and intuition and like, you know, all the, those things. And then I just like love on her and I cleanse her and make sure she's happy. And, and uh, yeah. So Aww, see, voodoo dolls, like, every, every type of witchcraft has like a, a way you can use it. So it's, yeah. and, and I think when, okay, so just going back, cause I think this baneful magic conversation is such a, it's honestly such a good conversation with witches. It's such a, it's, it's fascinating to watch people talk about this conversation. But anyways, if you think about a human being. We are multidimensional, multiversal beings. Mm -hmm. And if you are only exploring your lightness, that is only a part of your magic. That's only a part of your power. Like go into the gray, go into the dark, like just see what's there, stretch yourself and you don't have to use it, but you should know you're capable of it. You should know you can do it. You should know you Mm -hmm. can access it. And I think that when we're like not reaching into those corners, it's like more just this idea. Like it's a, an idealistic view of oneself. Like, so if we took this podcast, just like wrapped it up in a little bow, we're like, here's all our toxic traits. That's a, but that's an exploration though of like, Hey, here's like some of my shadows. Here's some of my darkness. Here's, I can yield this. Even what I said earlier, which I said, Oh, my apathy, I can use that for better and for worse. I can use yeah. that to create a lot of peace for myself. Cause I can disconnect from someone and be like, Hey man. You're not in my inner circle anymore. And therefore, like, I don't need you to die because I don't have that feeling. I don't have resentment Mm -hmm. towards you, nor do I have love towards you. I feel kind of nothingness towards you, which makes me feel peace. And I don't care what the fuck you feel because I have no feelings towards you anymore. So like, I feel apathy, which means I don't have yucky energy going towards you at all i have nothing going mm-hmm. towards you that's so much peace and that's like a such a preservation of power that's a really great skill it, it also kind of sucks when i want to feel feelings like say someone got bumped into the outer circle cuz maybe i felt betrayed or hurt and then the relationship crumbled and then it created a disconnect for me emotionally and now i should feel feelings for you but i don't that's yeah that's harder i have to figure out how to navigate that but It's a double edged sword, but there's like, you know, it's a it's a spectrum of my lights and grays and darks. (laughs) And just where we're at at that moment, when you said
1: that um, the baneful magic is like the true channeling of all the all the magic that we can have, like it's not just light. I think that there's so many women who are terrified of their anger because Mm. anger is an alchemist. Anger creates change. And um, that just may be the energy too that you need for that baneful magic is it has to come from this place of huge uh, energy. And most of us are so afraid to touch it. Or there's the opposite who spend their whole life being angry so that Mm -hmm. they never have to be vulnerable. But it's not even real anger. It's just like bitterness or frustrations. Yeah. But there's we we when women get angry, whoo, we are powerful. And that's mm-hmm. why most of the time people are like, Don't get angry. <laughs> yeah. Change is going to happen when a woman is rightfully and truly angry.
0: Yeah, we've stigmatized the mad woman.
1: Yeah. Hysteria. Cons- yeah. Hysteria.
0: Yeah. Because the, yeah. then we don't have to deal with her wrath because she's powerful. Yeah. In even like
1: for, um, for so many women that week before their, uh, bleed starts Mm. is such a powerful time of transmutation. And, um, from conversations I get to have with women that are pretty personal, most of them have, um, I lovingly call it the kill phase. So that week before is like where typical things just really become magnified and amplified because you've had enough, but you have enough distractions in your world to numb out that your body and your heart is telling you no more. But at that time it is, do not cross me. That is a time of do not cross because the the wild woman is standing guard. Mm-hmm. And I love, uh I love watching me in that phase now where I used to feel helpless in it. And I'll say to my partner, I'll be like, I know I'm here just so you know, I am aware I'm here, but this is really bothering me. So this must have been bothering me all month. And I'm only just aware of it now. So like to take the crazy out of it yeah, is yeah. that when I reflect on it now, it's actually been a slow burn, a, a big build up. Right. And I only have the power to tell you right now. So we <laughs> burned through a lot of things in that week just because you try to stay as clear communicative as possible is like this is happening for me and it we definitely need to shift or change something before it breaks
0: the relationship or I, I love that you're talking about this because so do you know what Tara Cole Klippenstein is yes yes okay she's a yoga teacher locally uh she's a very dear friend I love her she's very much love- I don't remember when we have this conversation. It's an old conversation. Like I'm talking maybe a year or three ago. Like it's an old mm-hmm. conversation, but she and I had this exact thing. Cause we were bitching. We were both on our periods and we were bitching about whatever. Right. Cause you know, here this, that's, that's what we're doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we were feeling angry about things and I was, and this is where the, this came up and it's like, well, has it been bugging me? And just now I have the, the, the audacity to finally <clears> speak to it or is it, the other way where it's like, Oh, this is bugging me because I'm on period. It's like, is it, or is it no? And so we had a whole conversation about that because so anyways, I just think that that's kind of funny, but. I,
1: and do, does it validate it that it has been bugging you? Oh, I have seen your little voodoo dolls. Just beautiful. I brought it does up that, and... did that conversation validate that it's likely something old? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, it's cool to hear it from someone else. Cause yeah. I don't remember what we landed on. Cause again, this conversation was ages ago. You just saying that like reignited it in yeah. my brain. Um, and so, yeah, no, it's uh, for sure. I I wholeheartedly agree with you that it's just, that's when you've got the, I I mean, I'm. You're just wild enough to say it. Like it just feels like you just are ready to go. I think I'm filled with audacity like (laughs) yeah most of the time. So like I tend to address my things like yeah (laughs) at any time of the month. I don't, I don't notice that I do it in, uh, so I am. A little. I bit don't more- think
1: it's a stifling thing either. I think it's things that are normally okay, but that built up over time. Mm-hmm. The wild woman or the kill phase is
0: gonna get you. Uh, but yeah. it's,
1: it's gonna come up during that time where you just like, yep, no more.
0: <laughs> I, try, I try to kill my kill phase. Like I try to make sure I don't have beef in the oh i love it i literally
1: me and my girlfriend we have this thing we call it the boom it's the book of mortal enemies and every time we're in the kill phase there's at least a new chapter written of everyone who (laughs) is in (laughs) i love the kill phase
0: no no i'm not saying um (laughs) i'm all for that and i love that and i think i'm talking about a physical book i'm trying that's (laughs) genius it's like your burn book (laughs) yeah very on theme with today's we episode. don't
1: want to show up in it.
0: <laughs> I'm talking about trying to be, because uh, I spent a long time uh, just gathering the little things that made me mad and just being like, it's fine, and then stuffing them in Ooh. my backpack. And then yeah. you get to the, the kill phase and you're like emptying out the backpack. Yeah. I'm just trying to do a better job in my latter years of keeping my backpack lighter so that mm-hmm. when I'm in the kill phase, I have only like don't I don't have a lot in there like yeah. it's not like stuff that's coming out from like a year ago it's like stuff that's like you know what this week this has been pissing me off so, just because I have obviously been on the receiving end of kill as I'm sure we all have <laughs> and when you're in the receiving end you're like whoa 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 my brain only goes back so far you can't yeah. bring up something from three years ago that's <laughs> not fair so I'm just trying to be accountable for not being in a three-year deep backpack you know 100 oh, you know
1: I think when you're present most of the time, like you, um, the more work you kind of do and the more meditating or self-reflecting you do, the kill phase is not as much of a surprise Mm. (laughs) as it would have been when I was younger. And the reactions that I have, like most of the, when I say I love the kill phase is because when I'm triggered like that, there is something huge asking, like right. being asked of yeah. me. Yeah. And so then I can go into my dark self and do all of that deep diving. Most of the time, these people don't even know that there's anything to do with them. They've just activated a wound in me. Mm-hmm. And then I have uh, a lot of work to do, whether it be with them in conversation without being reactive, because uh, I, I have been in my life a huge spaz. I still can be. And I tried the hardest to keep it under control. Like, um, yeah, just like before it being getting bigger, being bigger and being scary was my reaction. And now I'm just trying to, like, make space. But uh, that's not to say that that girl doesn't show up now and then. But, um, yeah, so that I think my kill phase has evolved, too, to being more... uh, introspective than externalized your Mm. awful kind of thing
0: yeah yeah i think honestly even just knowing there is a kill phase is also a big step in (laughs) like we could write a book (laughs) well you already already got a good start on that i hear the the what'd you call the bomb bomb the the book of mortal enemies yeah
1: Yeah. When riley when he was in kindergarten there was this little girl in kindergarten and she made a book called the book of mortal enemies and she would write down the kids names and look at them as she was doing that and i was just like damn that's scary shit and she was
0: born in late october or (laughs) early november i should find
1: out but then being uh my friend worked together and so we started this book at our work and it's carried on for over 10 years
0: (laughs) oh my god that's amazing i love that it's a
1: trilogy for sure
0: that is the that's a, like that's ultimate friend goals for me honestly can we really? start a book like that i want that
1: Yes, we can, we can have our own podcast poem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Start. Oh God. Oh yeah. Okay. And we, maybe we just try to hang it out, how to hang out enough that we sync up. So our kill phases at the same time and then just yeah. that, that week is our episode.
1: I am our- right at like the crone, like on the way out of my bleed, I'm bleeding now with the full moon. So you're probably still bleeding with the new moon.
0: I I am all over the place because, um, oh, yeah, because yeah, my hormones are wonky. I'm still nursing, but yeah. I he's he's retiring nursing here. I can kind of sense <laughs> that's kidding. coming, Talking and so you. I uh, I think my hormones are shifting because it it, yeah. it went backwards. I was whatever I was. My friend is very consistent, and I was opposite of her, and then yeah. now we're synced up again. But I actually didn't keep track. I don't know what it was. Oh, so, okay.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm um, because I'm going. I'm getting to the age where my my bleed will become less consistent but i notice i always am like i went from bleeding on the new moon in my uh fertile days mm-hmm. to now bleeding on the full moon and if you think of all the full moon it's the letting go right it's a uh, complete emptying of everything so i think i think i'm making my way into cronehood.
0: well do you have anything you want to add to this one i feel like this was like a pretty good episode i'm happy well, with this
1: now that they know my cycle <laughs>
0: <laughs> and the end there yeah. you go guys Every now you full know moon all when you're doing toxic your traits, ritual winter kill phases and
1: <laughs> yeah. oh god yeah and just know i'm bleeding when you do your full moon ritual so that's <laughs> that,
0: that is powerful uh yeah. all right have well, you ever, you.
1: sorry have you ever done the bleed or like the steaming or the bleeding into anything have you ever done anything with your cycle
0: we can't if I did, it was a cycle, if but if I did, it was a while ago. I think I did. I've used um my cycle blood, but I don't remember to, for apparently what. Apparently, it's really good fertilizer for your plants. Yes. I uh, I think you told me that. I yeah. I have a story about that.
1: I don't know if it actually works, but that's what people say. So go Google it. <laughs> yeah. We could ask Courtney. She's an agronist. Maybe we'll have her do a study for us. Yes. Okay. Be like, does that
0: the the yeah. lining of our uterus does it do anything for the plants? So the plants have? Who happy makes
1: about the that. best plant?
0: <laughs> All right. Thank you for joining us on this toxic episode of Mystics and Broomsticks. We had a great time with you. Hope you had a great time with us. Um, if you would like to get in touch with us, it is most easily I feel on the Instagram uh, at Mystics and Broomsticks, or you can reach out to Melanie or myself. Melanie is at the Melanie Dawn. Melanie Dawn was taken and I am at Tanya Ryan XO. You can also email us if you're feeling more of the email and less of the social media, especially going into the new year, maybe we are doing a little like social media cleansing. Uh, So then we're at mystics and Broomsticks at gmail.com or is it mystics and broomstick podcast uh oh no I don't know uh, I think it's mystics and broomsticks at gmail.com I think you're right I think I was trying to keep it short so that yeah. does sound like something I would do all right cool final answer <laughs> peace in peace out